0: This podcast is part of the No Phony Podcast Network, the home of independent awesomeness. Were the TV shows of the 1980s so good they just begged for spin-offs? Find out in just a moment during our backdoor pilot for Idiots After Dark.
1: Once again, it's time for the Idiots. An Objective Defense of the 80s from a Couple of Idiots.
0: Ooh, welcome back to another episode of the Idiots, an Objective Defense of 1980s pop culture from a couple of... Hmm, so we're idiots again? I, I don't know.
1: I, I guess we're just, okay, we're just idiots. You know
0: what? That it proves we're idiots because we can't come up with new things <laughs> every episode. <laughs> yeah. You know. All right. So wait. Uh, my name is Will, and joining me as always is my friend and my co-host, Ray. What's up, buddy? Hello, everybody. So, a couple of things. I wanted to say hi to everybody around the world, because we've got folks joining us from a number of countries, including, like last time I said, in addition to the U.S., which we're, is our most we're, we're most popular there, but we've got folks in Canada, the U.K., Australia. But there's a good other, and I should have a list if i were more professional, a good hundred, literally hundred other countries where folks have at least checked us out um, they, may, they don't have the numbers of listeners that we have uh, here in the U.S. or those other places I mentioned, but it's a global phenomenon. Okay, and another couple of uh, bits of business that I wanted to take care of. Someone, we did get a new review in the month of May. I had put out a call. Hey, if you review us in May this month, uh, I will, we will give you a shout out on the show here. So we got a review on Apple from, and this is funny, the name they put in is Every Nickname is Taken. <laughs> Their review is Love It. Five stars. If you grew up in the in the eighties, or even just really think the eighties was a pretty cool decade, this podcast is funny and informative. Awesome guests from the eighties, trivia experts, etc. All in attempt to prove once and for all the eighties was the best day, decade ever. Thank you. Every nickname is taken. Uh, <laughs> we appreciate that. And also, we got a really fantastic. Uh, you know, we get messages from folks from time to time, and this one was. Really one that I connected with. Um, We got this last week from someone on Instagram, uh, from someone named Lynn. And in addition to having a suggestion, which is a a coincidence, she said that, um, have you ever... This isn't a coincidence. I think we got this idea because of her. Yeah, we we had... Well, we had talked about this idea, but it was sort of shelved for some time. But Lynn writes us, hey, question. Have you ever done a pod dedicated to the sitcoms of the 1980s or even the spinoffs of the sitcoms? Yes. And... She writes, another good one might be lost sitcoms or obscure seasons of one, like Hello Larry. Uh, But she also says, thanks for getting me through part of the pandemic. I put on the podcast and go walking, so thanks and stay well. And I wanted to highlight that because, one, because we're incredibly grateful, um, but also because I first discovered podcasts myself because I was listening to them during the time I was dealing with some things and putting on a podcast, you know, with whatever programs you might be interested in, taking them on a walk or listening in the car, or it's a nice, it could be a nice, pleasant distraction and help you get through some life things. And uh, it it helped me. And so we're grateful that uh, we can help someone else. And so grateful that we expedited our uh, spinoff episode here. Oh, hey, Lynn's on. Hey, Lynn. There you are. Yeah. Yeah, Cool. If we didn't mention, I don't know, did we mention? Today we are coming to you, as we did a few weeks ago, on Facebook Live while we record this episode yeah, uh, giving our listeners, just like you, a chance to chime in during the show and provide some feedback about uh, the shows and news that, items that we talk about and also help Ray during the quiz that I'm going to give you here, the, the challenge I'm going to throw down. So before we get to the sitcoms, though, let's get caught up on 80s news. Um, So... Weeks ago, we were talking about how Disney had the audacity to start editing, start tampering with the, ch- the movies that we loved as children in our youths, including Splash, where they added a, uh, uh, what is it called, a, um, uh, what is it, a, a party in the back, for uh, business in the front, your haircut in high school? No, that would be a mullet. Right, so they added a mullet to her backside, the, the remember? Joe, the, yeah, the Joe Dirt. Yeah, so they added a mullet to try to hide her rear end and, and splash, because somehow that's really offensive. And they also removed an F-bomb from Adventures in Babysitting. Um, but now we had learned, and this is a short-lived drama, but we learned that Netflix, Back to the Future 2, as it appeared on Netflix, had a, 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 uh, an alteration made, where I think what it is, is if you remember, Marty finally gets the um, sports almanac back, only to open it and find out that it's Ooh La La magazine, and you see like an attractive woman on the cover. That was edited out of Netflix. So everybody freaked out. How dare you? And without warning, and we want that magazine back in there. (laughs) And it's not even the point that, you know, you necessarily want to see that particular image, but the fact that they would tamper with our art from our youths again, right? It turns out that uh, Bob Gale, the writer, uh, or co-writer of Back to the Future, did some investigating. and found out that this uh, version of Back to the Future existed that he wasn't aware of. And it turns out it was created for some foreign markets where they had an issue with these images, which were deemed, you know, too scandalous for their particular country. But he instructed, uh, you know, he asked Universal to work with Netflix to get that removed, get the original up there, and to destroy this offending version.
1: Yes, I heard he even pushed to have them change the the magazine to Hustler at one point. <laughs> What, wait, what? What? Did it be true? Just to make it even more offensive. Oh, I see. He to wanted it more point. offensive, yeah. So that, so that they could find the middle ground and get back to where it was originally made. Ah, yes. It's a, a bargaining chip.
0: <laughs> Once again, you're so good at this. I don't <laughs> know what fa- fact or fiction. Yeah. yeah, I know. Okay, so another 80s news. Hey, all right. We've been going back and forth about this for some time now. Labyrinth is a getting a sequel again, which you know we don't know if that's going to be good news or not. But we'll we'll, we'll look we'll we'll wait and see, right? We don't know what it's going to be. It, but uh, Jim Henson's Studio announced that they've begun pre production on the sequel to Labyrinth and have announced a director as well, Scott Derrickson, who you will know as the director of Doctor Strange, will be directing the I don't know sequel reboot whatever it is to the film that originally starred David Bowie and uh, Jennifer Connelly. I like Doctor Strange. Did you, were you a fan of do- Doctor Strange, the Marvel movie? I saw it.
1: It's okay. Yep. It's not my favorite of the movies, but yep. it, was, it was all right.
0: You know, I guess it deals with some magical realism. So, you know, it's possible that uh, he might have the skills, you know, the experience necessary to do it. The, uh, I guess more good news is that Lisa Henson of Jim Henson and of, of Henson and Brian Henson uh, are producing it. So we'll wait and see. We don't know what it is. You know, you and I are automatically skeptical of any type of renewal, reboot, revival of something that we love from our childhood. So I don't know. Okay. In other 80s news, and this, maybe this ties to, I think this might tie to what we're talking about today. We learned from NBC's Today that the uh, surviving cast of Growing Pains, you remember that TV show, right? Did you watch Growing Pains?
1: Yeah, I like that show. They okay. had, what's his face, uh, Boner? Boner.
0: Yeah, who was Boner? Was that that Leonardo DiCaprio?
1: No, that was Kirk Cameron's character's uh, buddy, Hmm. which I'm surprised they even put it on the air with his name being Boner.
0: Hmm. Different times. You could have Ooh La La Magazine and a Boner and different things there. The folks from the original cast members, the surviving cast members of Growing Pains are still interested in doing a sequel. It's been 16 years since we've seen The Seaver Family, uh, and since the patriarch of the family, played by Alan Thicke, has passed away, but they still think there's a way to get a, you know, some other version, some continuation of the story done. Uh, once again, I don't know if I want to see this. Uh, the first, you know, go round was fine. They've had some, I think, TV movies since then. Um, I don't know, though, would this be considered a a sequel when you've got a slightly different cast? It's almost 20 years later. I
1: I guess, I guess it would be, just a continuation wouldn't it
0: Hmm. oh nancy says there was a spinoff of growing pains oh and boner is gone too gone where see your doctor (laughs) right oh just a ton of ten of us of course i have that on my list here oh do you this is why you're usually in charge of these things
1: yeah i totally blanked on that one just now
0: all right so hey uh and that was good enough for 80s news all right so hey just like we were talking about here there's so many sequels from the 19... Uh, sequels. I'm going to say that many times and have to edit it mm-hmm. out many times over the next, uh, you know, 45 minutes or so. There are many spinoffs of shows that were, that were premiered in the 1980s or spin-offs that premiered in the 1980s of shows that maybe began, you know, in the, in the de- a decade prior. So many so that even though I have growing pains and just the 10 of us written on this sheet as part of a quiz later, I forgot... <laughs> and I do know no, that, that's uh, typical. So one of these folks here, Chris, I see Cat, Kathleen uh, um, on there saying that, oh, Boner died. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I take back my joke.
1: Uh, I'm not taking mine back. Uh, they're going to replace his character with Viagra.
0: My. Oh, no. well, yeah, you know, it might make sense. since we're all middle aged now. Yeah. I was going to say my joke was a real Boner killer, but he died of something <laughs> else. All right, that's too much. Stop bringing a boner. <laughs> We're two middle-aged children here. We can go on and we could just riff on this for the rest of the show. Okay, so yeah. what I've got for you, what I want to do is see if, uh, if I can, you know, and collectively, we know that the folks in the chat room might be able to help you with this as well, is see if you can recall some of these spinoffs that are from the 1980s. So because there's so many, uh, I decided to limit it in this way. Either the original show had to take place in the 1980s, even if the spinoff was after, or the uh, the spinoff had to take place, had a premiere, I should say, in the 1980s, even if the show started in the 1970s. So, for example, we're not talking about Different Strokes and the Facts of Life, because those both premiered in the 70s, even though they were into the 70s. We're not talking about Soap and Benson, even though those were, again, those both premiered in the 70s, even though they had lives into the 1980s, okay? All right, good, very good. So here's... Here's one, and these are, <laughs> I'll try to give them in an order that every now and then you definitely are going to get one right. All right. Hopefully this will work out. All right. Here, I'm going to give you some clues. As soon as you get okay. it, you just tell me. All right. All right. Here we go. Three of the four original characters invest in a Miami hotel. I, I vaguely remember this one. All right. The hotel is revealed to have been stripped of all its personnel in an effort to make it more profitable, leaving only two employees. Is is this the spinoff from the Jeffersons? No. Checking in? Nope. That's a good guess, but no. Hmm. The only two employees left are the hotel's manager and chef, and they are played by Cheech Marin and Don Cheadle. I have no idea. What is this, a Miami Miami Vice spinoff? All right. This is, (laughs) I'll I'll give it. this is the last easiest clue. It's a spinoff of the Golden Girls. Ah, Golden Girls. (laughs) Did you the not go- watch the Golden Girls? Everybody I, watched the honestly, Golden Girls. Honestly, I
1: did not. I did. I am. I didn't. No. I have to be honest. I didn't
0: watch it. Okay. Well, the, but, oh, folks um, are chiming in to help you there. But, but actually, I, I see.
1: Yeah, Chris has got Empty Nest. Mm-hmm. Which now that I know the connection, it makes a lot more sense because I did watch Empty Nest. Okay, so Empty Nest is not the so, answer. I like
0: the answer. I like the off better. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So the answer if that is actually was it,
0: right. Well, no, it's not. Kat, no? Kathleen is uh, chiming in there. She wrote "Golden Palace." Yes, it's Golden Palace. So
1: it's named after the clue.
0: No, the no, no, no. The clue is "Golden Girls." The show that was a spinoff was "Golden Palace." The Golden Palace, which is the name of the hotel, I guess, right? I, don't I know. guess I don't. I don't remember that show. Okay, but uh, folks, Chris is right. Empty Nest is another spinoff of the Golden Girls. And what I think is, you know, so the Golden Girls aired from eighty five to nineteen ninety two. Golden Palace was much more short lived than that, only airing from September of ninety two to May of nineteen ninety three. And not only did the Golden Girls have Empty Nest and Golden Palace as a spin off, Empty Nest had its own spin off. All right, does anybody know that? What's the spin off of Empty Nest? Empty Nest. You loved huh? Empty Nest. Come on. No, I didn't love it. I said <laughs> I said I saw it more I often it. than I saw the girl, the
1: Golden Girls. Uh, let's see. So there's, there's the two women on that, right? And then Jim J. Bullock on that too. Are you thinking of Too Close for Comfort? I think I got the shows messed you up. You know,
0: I, I did too, honestly. I don't know why that is, but I did too. All right, so yeah, so that's that. All right, okay. The show was called Nurse. Nurse? Mm, nurses? Never heard of it. All right. No, I don't either. I didn't either. I, I, again.
1: Okay. When you Google these things, you sit down, <laughs> do you type in most obscure things from the 1980s? Is that what you do? All right, what am I, 0 for 1 so far? Yes. Or o for 2?
0: Each. All right, are you ready? Oh, I think I'm o for 2. All right, here we go. I'll tell you when this show aired. This is the spinoff. So the spinoff aired between November of 1980 and May of 1981. Okay. Here's your clue. Each episode of the spinoff featured the title character, who is a new member of the LAPD, and his partner, fighting crime.
1: Oh, I know this okay. one. Okay, this would be, what is it, Walter? Oh, no. That's, no, he's not the one that goes to LA. Um, Enos. It's, it's Enos, Enos. Yes! It's Enos.
0: You've got it.
1: Right, so Enos. Also, Enos, I think, should be on the, the list of worst spinoffs do you remember it I do I vaguely remember it and oh. I'm I a huge Dukes fan so obviously I watched Enos mm. right but if they were going to do a spinoff they should have done Daisy
0: so do you remember how each episode of Enos would uh, conclude that since you like Daisy so much
1: uh, he wrote a letter to her I believe right yes yeah at the you, end of every episode right
0: he recapping his sort of adventure of that week yeah Mm-hmm. So the other interesting thing to me over the show, Enos, was uh, interesting to me and maybe other folks out there. Samuel E. Wright played his partner, Turk Adams. And Samuel Wright, he's best known as the uh, voice of Sebastian in Disney's Little Mermaid. Uh, but he's also played a number of other uh, characters in Disney and originated some other roles. And where was it? Oh, he, he, oh here we go. Best featured actor in 1998 uh, in a musical as the original lead actor to play Mufasa in The Lion King on Broadway. So there you go. So, you know, some, from something from that, uh, as you say, terrible show, mm-hmm. came an excellent actor who went on to do uh, bigger things. All right. Okay, here we go. Here's another one. Yeah. All right. This show was, uh, this show, the spinoff ran from November of 1987 to April of 1988. It is considered a dramedy, although I don't think they had that word back then, but we would consider it a dramedy today. Mm-hmm. It was a hybrid of a detective show and a sitcom. This would
1: be the Dennis show, the oh, uh, oh, Hill Street oh. Blues spinoff. Okay. Beverly Hills Bunts.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Talk about awful spinoffs. Yes, Beverly yeah, Hills. That Pins- one also makes the top five, I think. So in that show, De- Dennis Francis' character from Hill Street Blues, which is a show that aired from 81 to 87, travels from the uh, Hill Street Blues, wherever that was, that's Chicago? I don't remember now. Um, He quits the police force there and relocates to Beverly Hills to become a private investigator. He's joined by another character from Hill Street Blues, uh, the original show. um, I can't remember. It's like Sid the Snitch.
1: Yes, Sid the Snitch.
0: It was so bad that even though 13 episodes of it were filmed, they only broadcast nine before they pulled the plug.
1: Well, if you're going to go from a drama cop show and try and make a comedy drama, you've got real issues with that right off the rip.
0: Yeah. This show is so bad that you know I love the openings of 80s TV shows because they have a montage of the characters doing things and there's some music playing in the background. I challenge you to get through the full one-minute length of this opening. It is so boring. So this is a private investigator and his snitch running around solving crimes. Mm -hmm. The opening is so boring that one of the images they show of them is stopping to change a flat tire. Really? Among all the things they probably did on the show. Well, that just shows what good, good people they are. No, 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 no. It's their own car. Oh, there. it's not someone <laughs> no, else's? No, 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 no. Sorry. Uh, that would be more exciting or interesting. You're right. It would develop character or something.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: no, we saw him get, get his own tire flat. Okay, so yeah. So there you go. So that's that one. So that's Dennis Franz. All right. Here's another show. This show, this is the spinoff again. It ran from September of 1989 to December of 1989. That tells you something right already. We're not measuring this thing in years. Okay. You can measure this one in weeks, September of 89 to December of 89. The series uh, revolved around the antics of the members of a modeling agency for teen girls.
1: All Hmm. right. This would be the spinoff of Who's the Boss?
0: Oh, my goodness. No. No. No.
1: I don't remember what it's called.
0: I did. Okay.
1: Um, so you get partial credit. It's, uh, the, the, it was a, one of the episodes on who's the boss yeah. has Milano's friend from where they used to live mm-hmm. comes to visit and right. ends up, she turns out to be the one who gets the modeling gig. Right.
0: Right. So, um, right. Living dolls. Yes. Living dolls. He pulls it out yeah. of nowhere. So, right, and, and uh, so Living Dolls starred Leia Remini, right? Uh, Kathleen said that on the chat room there, and uh, is that James? I can, see, I can see James sticking out there. Got it, Living Dolls. Leo, Leia, Leia Remini? Leia Remini. Leia Remini. Is she the one from King of Queens? Yes. King of Queens and the one who is now speaks out about uh, having escaped, as she says, Scientology. Uh, Scientology's um, bad. Yeah, she was very young at the time in this show, because it, again, it's about teenage girls in a modeling agency. And yeah, it also, I've been sending, uh, yep. been sending Tom Cruise a lot
1: of letters trying to get him out of that. Yeah, no, yeah, it's not working. But he's
0: a, he does crazy stunts. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's what he does it. You know, because he's got the, uh, I can't remember what those things are called in his, in his body. A motorcycle. <laughs> no, I meant the aliens that are living in his oh. body. Look, and I'm not. This is just facts. This is what they believe, right? Look, I'm not making any yeah, judgment. Something like that. But it started a young Leah Remini. Leah Remini. I don't know. Whatever. Just call her Leia. Leia Remini, because it's like Princess Leia. No, just don't even say her last name. And a Halle Berry as well was also on the show with her. It was the only series to receive an F by People Magazine in its 1989 fall preview issue. And ABC canceled the show, like I pointed out, after just 12 episodes. Like, no! Can't do this! No! And also... You're right about you. You're talking about they had a an episode on Who's the Boss that introduced the characters first before the spinoff, yeah. which is something they do.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of them that do that. They mm-hmm. do an episode to entice the network mm-hmm. to pick the show
0: up. Right, and uh, so some folks refer to that as a backdoor pilot because it's, yeah include some of those main characters that will be on the pilot, and yeah, let's see how it works out, and then we'll do it. Interestingly enough about this one is the backdoor pilot on Who's the Boss featured Vivica A. Fox playing the character that would then be recast uh, as Halle Berry. So a lot of young actors who ultimately went on to do bigger things were uh, you know, involved in this short-lived uh, spinoff. All right, how are you doing? You're doing really well. You're doing really, really so well. So far. All right, so...
1: Yeah, actually, that research we did, what was it, six months ago?
0: (laughs) That we shelved? You're still coming back to you? Some of it's actually...
1: (laughs) The synapses are starting to fire. Yeah, I see
0: that. Hmm, Well, I know this is like the magic hour for you, you know?
1: This is. This is when we start to get active in the brain. Yeah. And when he says we, he means himself. He doesn't (laughs) mean
0: me, because I usually go to bed. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, me and the voices in my head that are helping me out Me and his brain
0: cells, okay. All right, here's another one. This show debuted... On December 17th, 1989. So look, it just squeezes in there. Mm-hmm. But the show that it was spun off from premiered in 1987. So again, so both of these shows are in the 80s. All right, here you go. This show featured a large ensemble of recurring characters, although generally focused on the misadventures of a buffoonish man, his wife, and three children. A buffoonish man, huh?
1: Mm. That covers like every sitcom.
0: <laughs> All right. Here's another clue. It's the longest-running American spinoff ever. Ever? You'll notice I said it premiered or debuted on December of 89. I didn't give you an end date because it's still on the air. It's still on the air? Yep. Wow. You're going to cry foul when I give you the answer to this one. I'm already guessing. Is it a game show?
1: Oh, no, no. You said it was uh, about a buffoon.
0: Right. All right, here's here's your final uh, clue. I you two more clues, but one's definitely going to give it to you. The show is set in a city with a name so common it could exist in any state in America. Ah, is this the Simpsons? The Simpsons, yes. I cry, I cry foul. <laughs> I knew it. See, it's, I, it's I knew. a cartoon. I knew it. It's still. I thought you were say it's not a spinoff, but you know, you know, it started on the I Tracy know, Ullman a, show. Yeah, I know that, but it's a cartoon. How can you count that? You know, I, I had intended to have the Tracy Ullman song from last time we did this ready to go to see if you could <laughs> recognize who's singing
1: it. I still wouldn't remember <laughs> it. I forgot.
0: Okay, yes, it is The Simpsons, uh, which again began on Tracy Ullman, which ran from 87 to 1990. All right, here we go. This spinoff premiered or, or ran from September of 89 through May of 97. Okay, so it was on the air for you know decent amount of time. here.
1: Mm-hmm. That's, that's some good series okay. there.
0: The, one of the main characters on the spinoff appeared on its, you know, progenitor. It's on the original show as an elevator operator at the newspaper office where the stars of the original show worked. Um, let's see, who works in S- a Someone newspaper? who's a big fan of this is going to be like, boom, got it. Well, of course they are, but... All right, here right, I'll give you another clue. An elevator. This elevator. sitcom followed the lives of a family, which included the patriarch, who was a Chicago police officer played by an actor who played police officers in three classic 1980s films. Hmm. This dude was playing cops all the time. And you recognized him every time. This be was this, is this is is family matters? Yes! Family matters. Yeah, cuz he's in Die Hard, isn't he? He's in Die Hard? Yeah. He's in something else and yeah, something now else. Now I go
1: Now we go to the comments and I'm sure I'm getting all right, now here's the here's the marinated with these comments. Oh, don't read, don't look at the comments yet. Don't look, don't look,
0: don't look. Take your eye. You're looking. Stop. I know I'm well, not. I on was delay looking with you. Say,
1: what? I yeah, but I was just. Yeah, but they're they're behind and they're no, catching don't up. Don't look.
0: Now. They, what? I'm gonna ask you another question that someone's already oh. wrote.
1: Oh, okay. I, was, I didn't. see I was gonna see the real question. I did. Is, I didn't see Perfect Strangers.
0: Damn it! That was the <laughs> real are, question. I already, this was a I actually. This was a yeah. secret question. The Family Matters was easy. <laughs> yeah. Did you know it was a spin-off of Perfect Strangers? Did I know Perfect Strangers was a spinoff? No, no, no. Family Matters spun off of Perfect Strangers. Uh, once I hear it,
1: yes, but yep. I, I wouldn't have remembered right off the bat. Yep. Honestly. Were you a fan of uh I did not Cosa care and for Laddie Perfect. and uh Alky? I did not care for that show.
0: Oh. No. I liked it a lot. I watched Perfect Strangers. I liked Family Matters. I liked Family Matters. Although I guess I think since it came it started later in the eighties. I wasn't watching as much TV. I think when I was older, probably out doing stuff mm-hmm. with friends and stuff like that. Um, whereas, you know, earlier in the '80s is when I got most of my sitcoms. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was a spinoff from Perfect Strangers, which ran from nineteen eighty March of nineteen eighty six through August of nineteen ninety three. So that was also a decently, uh, you know, had a had a decent long run as well. Okay, cool, very good. Yeah, and that should be a question right there. What were the other three appearances? At least I think it was only three. That he, uh, that Re- Reginald Vell Johnson appeared in movies wise. You're right. You got Die Hard. See, he was a corrections officer and something else. I just saw him. In, and then he was a cop and something.
1: Oh, whatever. Okay. Back to the game. I'll add that to the Facebook questions. Okay. All right. Here we go.
0: This is a spinoff that ran from January of 87 to May of 87. So again, you know something right away. This, this one was good, <laughs> it didn't last very long. The main character of this spinoff was the ex-husband of the main character from the original series. Okay, okay.
1: The the I I know what it is, but the, the name escapes me. I want to call it the Tostitos. But I know that ain't the name.
0: <laughs> well, I am sorry, we cannot accept the Tostitos. Yeah,
1: it's close. Uh,
0: <laughs> All right. Well, hey, you're. Close. I can see
1: the guys. I can see the guy's <laughs> face too.
0: I'm going to give you some more clues because you don't have the name. The loudish main character, and no one else in the chat has it either, I don't think yet. And no cheating on chat. Don't Google it. This is from memory. Mm-hmm. The loudish main character and his tall, aloof wife live in Las Vegas with four others, where he runs a TV repair shop while trying to reform from his usually conniving ways. Yep. Um. And they he eventually comes back to the main show. Right. All right. Well, what's the main show?
1: It's... Uh... Well,
0: then, Family Ties. You can't even remember the main show. All right, all right. Let me give you a clue with the main show. It's family Ties. Well, this right? won't help you then, because I was going to say the main show clue is the original series spent most of its run as part of NBC's Thursday night must see TV lineup. So Family Ties would have been part of that too, but it wasn't Family Ties. <sighs> what the hell show was that? Oh, well, Lynn's helping out in the chat.
1: Into all right, I'm going to the chat. Going to the chat. Yep, the tortellis.
0: Yes, it's the tortellis. Was uh, Dan Had Cheers. Ah, cheers. Yes, cheers. Cheers, which ran from 1982 to 1993. They, they crapped
1: a bet on that one because the uh, supposed uh, Cliff and Norm sitcom would have been the way to go that they've tried like mm. a lot to get done and it just never happened. Yeah. Because everyone wants to know how, how those guys hung out outside the bar and mm-hmm. what they did.
0: Yeah. Well, been a great show. And Cliff and Norm popped up on the Tortellis on one episode. And I believe, you know, I think we could do a whole episode on this. Uh, Shared universes. So shows that Mm -hmm. are not spinoffs, but they exist, they have characters that exist in the same world. And we talked about this when we talked about um, shows canceled too soon. We had some creators of shows, I think maybe even James Parriott, who created Misfits of Science, had some, and some of the other folks, Glenn Larson created some shows that had folks coming in and out of different episodes. You know, it was uh, Manimal appeared in, I want to say Simon and Simon, but that might not be right. No, no, no. Hmm. Automan appeared in Manimal. Manimal Anyway, you get the idea. (laughs) But with Cheers, you're right. Norm and uh, Cliff appeared in the Tortellis in one episode. And I think, and I'm just doing this from memory, one or both of them, I think, appeared in... Uh, Wings, if you remember that show about the airport. Mm, like I in, love Wings. Yeah. That's a great show. I think they appeared as travel... I think it was them who appeared on, you know, they were taking one of the planes back to Boston or something from Nantucket mm-hmm. or wherever it was set. I don't know. Okay, here we go. This spinoff aired from March of 1982 through May of 1983. The series is set in the 1960s and followed two main characters as they moved to Chicago to try to make it on their own with their rock band. Uh, Joni loves Chachi? Come on! That's cheating! <laughs> you have to be cheating!
1: Uh, what are you talking about?
0: How could you possibly have gotten that? Did anybody because else get that with such little
1: it's the nineteen. It's the 1960s. Right. The Happy Days were set in the 50s. Right. And it's also, it was short-lived.
0: Right. All right, yes. And, yeah, I mean, those clues were actually pretty good for that one. Okay. Well, hey, and you, hey, don't short-sell yourself. You have the knowledge. So, uh, Joni Loves it, Chachi. Good. Yeah. It's like Marvel's in a paint can though. <laughs> we can hear the rattling over here. Uh, Joni Loves Chachi was a spinoff of Happy Days. Happy Days, of course, uh, ran from 1974 to 1984. Here's another interesting tidbit, uh, about Joni Loves Chachi. Ellen Travolta played, uh, Scott Bayo's mom on Joni Loves Chachi and she also played his mom on another TV show. But was I supposed to answer oh, that? No, I'm just kidding. The show's over. <laughs> I thought, well, you know the answer, right?
1: Uh, I was actually reading the comments. Oh, okay. Somebody played somebody's mom. Charles in Charge.
0: Charles in Charge. So Ellen Chavalt played Scott Baio's mom on two shows. Ah. And Charles in Charge and Joni Love Chachi were both in the 1980s. Charles in Charge aired or premiered shortly after uh, Joni Love Chachi went off the air. I think Charles in Charge started in 1984, uh, just uh, Mm -hmm. shortly after Joni Love Chachi died. Yeah, I was also
1: thinking uh, in my head, too, of uh, Susie Quattro. Leather Tuscadero. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gary Marshall had offered her her own spinoff from Happy Days. Right. And she turned it down because she didn't want to be typecast. Oh, and so she just disappeared instead? Yeah, so she just went away and that was it, I guess. She was typecast as a non actor. I guess. I always thought that was weird, though. The song would turn it down like,
0: nah, I'll pass. I'm good. <laughs> Gary Marshall, you only created like some of the most successful shows of the <laughs> yeah. era. I pass. I guess. Yeah, I'll pass. Turning down Norman Lear, I think, would only have been worse. Mm -hmm. Okay, here's something else that has fascinated me for a long time. As far as I know, and I didn't look further into this. As far as I know, Happy Days has had the most spinoffs, or the you know, then I think maybe of any show ever. Okay, how many spinoffs do you think Happy Days has had? And there's possibly two answers because some of them didn't go to uh, show. Okay. All right, you got, uh,
1: you got Mork and Mindy. See, I got to mark these off here. Hang on.
0: <clears throat> Mork and Mindy. All right.
1: You got the Joni Loves the Chachi. Yeah,
0: Joni Loves Chachi. Hmm. Now, I'll tell you this. A couple of them were animated.
1: I don't count cartoons.
0: All right, then I'll, that's what I said. There's a, few, a couple different answers you should go, could go with this one.
1: So, and then I'm going to count the Tuscadero one.
0: All right, that even was though a, it ne- Even though it never aired. I, I counted that one as well.
1: Okay. Uh, and just because I'm feeling saucy, yep. I'm going to guess seven. 7 okay
0: that we can accept that answer cuz there there are 7 if you don't include the two that didn't make it which were Pinky Tuscadero and the Ralph and Potsy show <laughs> so minus those two there are 7 so there could be 9 if you don't include the two animated ones then i guess by your count you're down to 5 right. but yes the mac- i guess the largest number we could have here is 9 including the animated shows and including the two shows that didn't make it so um Yes, he's, uh, uh, Kathleen is saying she thought um, that. Uh, yeah, well, we're gonna we're gonna beat uh, um, what is that show? Um, All in the Family because All in the Family's got a lot, but here is here is the ones that Happy Days has: Laverne and Shirley. Oh, I forgot them. Blansky's Beauties, which was one of those short-lived shows, which included um, what's his name uh, Eddie? Um, oh boy, who played uh, Carmine? Eddie? Oh boy. All right, well, Eddie, you know Eddie. Our buddy Eddie, Eddie who played Carmine, also played his own cousin on Blansky's Beauties. Oh, we just happened to be like me. it was like a uh, you know uh, what's that show at like the old show where um, what's her name played the two cousins that look identical. Uh, identical twin cousins, yeah, like uh, know, the, the Patty Duke Patty show, Duke or show. It was. yeah, yeah. Just happened to be, <laughs> they were mm-hmm. jeans. Okay, so Blansky's right. Beauties, Mork and Mindy, which you said, Jody Loves Chachi, the Fonz, and the Happy Days Gang, which was an animated one. Laverne and Shirley with the Fonz, which was animated. The two that didn't make it, which I mentioned, the Ralph and Patsy show and the Pinky Duskadero show. And then a show that, and whenever I ask this question of anybody over the years, they never know. And Blansky's Beauties is probably one they don't re- re- ever get either. A show called Out of the Blue, hmm. which was... Out of the Blue was a really bizarre short-lived show, and they made a mistake by starting to premiere or air the Out of the Blue episodes before they had the uh, backdoor pilot on Happy Days. So no one knew how this was connected to Happy Days until some later episode where this character appears on Happy Days. And you will never guess in a million years what the main... All right, so Mork and Mindy, the main character, is an alien, right? Right. And I got in an argument, actually. Here's a good question. Was Mork and Mindy... Uh, evil or good or some? Give me an alignment. You know, we're talking about playing here. Give me an alignment for Mork as he appeared on Happy Days. On Happy Days, yeah. he would be evil. Yeah, right. I would say so too. And I got into an argument mm-hmm. with, on Facebook with somebody about this. <laughs> of all the dumb things. Because yeah, basically you know, he was there to destroy the
1: planet or something, was it? Unless well, this hoodwink he, biker dude could convince him not to. Well,
0: yeah, and then uh, maybe, and then instead he decides to take uh, Fonzie to his like human zoo or his zoo of oddities back on his yeah, home for planet for probing. Yeah, yeah so uh, either way, he was doing something bad that we would you know, right? The argument ultimately would... was well, from his point of view, he's not bad. Well, no, we're not talking about that. <laughs> we, we don't follow his character. We follow Fonzie and Richie. Right. So obviously they clean up his story when he has his own show. Okay. So the character on out of the blue is not an alien. He is an angel. Ah, so an angel comes to happy days and then later on gets his own series where he's like an angel that appears or lives with this family, pretending to be a human and sort of, you know, being their conscience.
1: <laughs> so is that what happened to Chuck?
0: The <laughs> older brother? <laughs> he became an angel. He was an angel. He died. No, and just disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to look up this out of the blue. It's really bizarre. Um, I have to look I it liked up. it when I was a kid. I remember. I, I think it was only a few episodes long. But all right, so there's that. And uh, I'll have to look back and see if anybody. Gets I'm that. not sure uh,
1: Mork was a good guy on his actual sitcom <laughs> either. Because
0: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, all right. He was
1: always reporting back to that dude about what was going on on Earth.
0: Right. Right. So it was like a.
1: You know, I think if they want to do another show, they should have that one come back. And just have the, the aliens come down like another... and just make it a total decimation, like war of the worlds thing.
0: <laughs> Humans versus the Orkins.
1: Yeah. It's like V, but <laughs> it's like V, but it's set in the Happy Days universe, I guess.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Mork calling Orson. Come in, Orson. Right. Yeah. Orson sound like a bad dude. He always, he wanted to take over the planet. That's why Mork was there. Right. And Mork was like yeah. eventually trying to, you know, hold him off. Yeah. yeah. Right, because he liked having sex with Earth women. Oh, yeah. Well, they did have a child, so they did it at least once. Although we don't know right. how they did it, Orkin style, I guess they did it. So, so Mendy saved the entire world with sex. See, the later it gets, the, this is like what? What did we talk about doing, idiots after dark? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I'm just going to give you, I'll give you all of them, including ones that we may have talked about earlier in the show. <laughs> all right, because do it. you may not Let's remember. It's been, yeah, it's been like 20 just minutes. let like me play that for it. you. Okay, ready? I'm going to, so what I'm going to do yeah. is name a show for you, and you tell me the show mm-hmm. it came from. Now, right. I got to tell you, unlike my rule earlier, some of these shows may have begun before the 80s, okay? But they were on in the 80s. I can at least say that much, okay? And that's, there's really just one that's like that. All the rest of them were solidly in the 80s. Okay, here we go. Booker. Booker is
1: the 21 Jump Street Yes. thing with, uh... Greco. All right.
0: Mama's family. That's uh, Carol Burnett. Wow. Oh, I thought that would stump you for sure. I, was, I loved Carol mm-hmm. Burnett when I was a kid. All right. Yeah, she's good. Just the 10 of us. That's the growing place <laughs> <phase>, because <laughs> we right. talked I, about that earlier. I see of you're still paying attention. Yeah. Um, that might have been at least one beer ago. All right. A different world. That's Cosby. Oh, you're good at this. All right. Here's an easy one. Shira, Princess of power. That will be he-man. All right. A man named Hawk. That's um oh. oh, I know this. It's
1: the one that's got the same kind of name.
0: Hmm. It's um Oh, I think I think I know what you're meaning, maybe. Uh Spencer Fire. Yes. Wow. Okay, right. Yeah. Man.
1: I like it going backwards. That's much easier.
0: <laughs> All righty. Okay. And then here is your last one hey right. you're, you're going to cry foul for this one too. But that that whatever, I don't care. That's that fine. never stopped me. Go
1: Saved ahead. by the Bell. Uh, that would be what?
0: no, no. I'm gonna just I'm gonna flip my computer over. Uh, I know uh, you're cheating.
1: I, I'm not cheating. Something, Miss.
0: Oh my goodness, that's enough. You got enough to convince me.
1: Yeah, they they redid that. They redid that whole show after the first season. That's right.
0: Okay. Yes, we're looking for.
1: It's Mrs. Uh... Boing Boing in (laughs) class or something.
0: Mrs. Boing Boing's class? (laughs) Yeah. It could have been that, but no. But, hey, you're so close, and I think why you might might be thinking that is you got some of the letters right. For example, the name (laughs) of the actual show was Good Morning. So you got your ing for boing. Uh, Good Morning, Miss Bliss. Ah, the B. I got the B right. so I, I think it was Brandon Tartikoff who, you know, was creating shows left and right for NBC at the time. Always wanted to create a show... That was inspired by his sixth, I believe it was his sixth grade teacher who was named Miss Bliss. And we got Good Morning Miss Bliss, which was a show that featured a principal and a bunch of, you know, different characters or the students mm-hmm. and Miss Bliss, who was a teacher at the school. Um, after the first season, you're right, there was no interest in it. Um, NBC decided mm-hmm. not to renew it. They sold it to Disney and Disney mm-hmm. decided to, to change it, uh, which was scrapping Miss Bliss herself and focusing instead on the kids and the principal.
1: Yep. Uh, yeah, bringing in Mr. B- Mr. Uh, Belding and Zach, the criminal yeah. student who's always up to no good. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Does anybody know which character survived that first season? Because I don't.
0: Yeah, it was um, Zach was in it. Um, uh, what's his name? The boner of uh, Screech. The show Screech was in it, and um, the principal was in it, and um, that may have been it. That may have been it, um, but mm-hmm. uh, I see Lynn points out right uh, the actress from The Parent Trap played Miss Bliss. That was Haley Mills. Um, she was mm-hmm. uh, yeah. yeah, and um, yeah, I think that was the only ones. All right, so there's that. And hey, I wanted to mention just as a point of interest because in some of the things that are coming up in the, th- in the in the notes here or in the comments here, yeah, All in the Family had a lot of s- sequels as well or spinoffs, including Gloria, the Jeffersons, Maud, Good Times, in Archie's Place. Um, Mm -hmm. in the other, a couple of other things real quick here, MASH, we mentioned we had after MASH, which was a spinoff and Walter, which didn't make it even though they, they wanted it to be a successful spinoff. Do you remember the show that started in 79 and ran until 1986 called Trapper John MD?
1: I do recognize the name. Okay.
0: And you probably recognize the name because it was a show by that name and because it's a spinoff of MASH. Yes
1: and no. Vaguely, because it's a movie spinoff.
0: Yeah, right. So, and I didn't know until researching this episode was, not only was it a movie spinoff because Trapper John is a character from the movie MASH, um, Mm -hmm. but um, MASH, the TV show, sued Trapper John, their their production, to get them shut down said, no, you can't do that. And the courts found in favor of the Trapper John show and said, no, they're not spinning off of your TV show. They're spinning off of another property that they have the rights to be able to do that. And the final thing I wanted to mention was is that this came up once upon a time, I think when we asked on Facebook about spinoffs, and I've seen this in you know researching spinoffs from shows in the 1980s. Folks mentioned in more than one place I've seen online that Day by Day is a spinoff of the show Family Ties. Yeah, I've heard that one. And it's not. It's it's what I would say is a shared universe, like we said. What uh, What
1: is Day by Day? Because I right. can't even remember what that show was. So
0: Day by Day was a couple of characters who I think one was a professor and one was a scientist. They they have a kid, and when they have their kid, they decide to quit their day jobs and instead start a daycare. Hmm. And the, its connection to family, t- uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus was on it. Um, there were some other folks oh, on yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, that's no, it's coming back to me. His only connection to uh, Family Ties is, on one of the episodes, Stephen, the father from Family Ties, brings back, or brings to the daycare, their young son. Remember, they get a, I don't know where they got that kid from. Uh, that's when you jump the shark. Yes. You get,
1: you get a little kid.
0: But they must have adopted that kid, right? Because he was like six years old when he was on the show already, They like first started. Yeah.
1: Uh, I think this is a, another Chuck situation where the kid just appeared <laughs> yes. out of nowhere and they just were like, he's been here the but whole time. They didn't time have a thing. time jump. I don't know. Mm. Um, or what's that, the Mandela effect?
0: Yes, right. <laughs> they just did that. <laughs> right. They Mandela'd us. So, mm-hmm. and, the other, and, the, and the other thing was about Family Ties was, as you know, we almost had a show, The Art of Being Nick, yep. which would have been a spinoff. I don't think it, I think it, it didn't make it past the pilot. Um, and it was to to focus on Nick. If you remember, that was the character who was to mm-hmm. marry. I don't think they ever married, right? Mallory. So I, I think Nick, Mallory wasn't on it. It was just Nick. So I, I think they were supposed
1: to get married and didn't. Oh yeah. But that was that they, episode. We talked about that. You've I've often said they should do a, a show
0: with uh, the two of them right. now. Right. And, and just oh, have yeah. it be those right, two. At the age now. Yeah, Sure. Mm -hmm. Um, and I wanted to point out again because it's just a random thing maybe this will all get cut out of the show maybe we'll never air the show we'll have to come up with a new one for next week but The Art of of Being Nick also featured Julia Louis-Dreyfus playing a completely different character than the one on Day by Day so there you go mic drop further proof that Day by Day is not a spinoff of Family Ties it's a shared
1: universe or The Art of Being Nick got cancelled because they made that mistake They cast her in two roles. They didn't realize it or something? Yeah, they screwed up because she lied on her application for the job.
0: (laughs) Were you ever in a spinoff of this show? (laughs) Check yes or no. You know what else they they, uh, uh,
1: got rid of before it made it past the pilot? What was that? The Greatest American
0: heroine. Yes. Well, yes. I think what we should do is a whole episode on pilots that never went anywhere. Because I know you found like a dozen shows. I think uh, I think
1: we've covered most of them. You know what I did notice though about the '80s? Most of the spinoffs were pretty good.
0: There's only a handful
1: that weren't good. Well, I think that handful is the ones we talked about tonight, right? I mean, well, usually that's what we talk about because who, you know, if we talked about
0: yeah, the Frazier. good ones,
1: yeah, <laughs> or I mean, yeah, who wants to talk about the good ones?
0: All right, so Ray, hey, that was fun, and what I learned today yeah. was that you know a lo- lot more about spinoffs. 1980s uh tv shows than i had thought you know and uh i know you tried to get back at me a couple of weeks ago with that <laughs> singers turned actors but i think we were square at this point um but i don't know is if we've actually proven anything uh today about the 1980s
1: we have proven you know? beyond a shadow of a doubt Oh, wow, that's sure okay yeah that the spinoffs you know? of the 1980s are far superior than any other decade spinoffs.
0: All right. Well, hey, I'll leave it at that because I don't know what else to say And except for we'll talk to you next time on The Idiots. See ya.